this is the Pleasurable Money Podcast. Hi, I'm Megan, and I'm the divine alien driving this here spaceship. I'm a pleasurable money coach with over a decade of experience in finance. During that time, I have learned that a mix of systems and spirituality makes a perfect blend. I have helped hundreds of spiritual business owners heal their relationship with money, and I'm here to teach you how to become money's ride or die. Stop treating money like a booty call using the help of tools like breathwork and pleasure, which will be featured on this podcast. And learn from me and other experts about how to own your wealth. Together, we will break down what it looks like to be in relationship with money and to be in full embodiment with your pleasure. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sacred Wealth Podcast. This episode is a quick little episode about how to embody your affirmations and how to transition them from just being affirmations to actually showing up in your life. And I really hope that you benefit from this. I thought this was a fire video that I did on Facebook a while back, so I wanted to share it with you. Hello everyone, I'm going to do a quick little video on how to overcome imposter syndrome as an entrepreneur. I want to start out by just kind of setting the scene a little bit. Imagine waking up, greeting the morning in your cup of coffee with a smile, sitting down at your computer to start the day, and you have just the utmost confidence that you have the knowledge and the capability to actually serve your clients successfully. You have so much damn positivity that you have what it takes and that you can actually change people's lives that is actually beaming out of your ass. Imagine actually believing your affirmations. Imagine actually believing I am successful. I help people. I have the knowledge to change someone's life. People love to work with me. It would be great if you didn't have to keep affirming these things anymore. Am I right? So I have two simple steps for you that will really bring confidence from way over there, the unreachable confidence to right here in front of you so that you can embody what your affirmations are saying. So if you're suffering from imposter syndrome, chances are you are dissatisfied with either your education or your qualifications or both. And maybe you feel bad because it took you longer to get your education than others. Took me 10 years to graduate college, but I did it and I worked my ass all the way through college. But either way, it still made me feel less than other people, even though I have a degree, just like everyone else, somehow completing it in four years like you're supposed to makes you more valid than completing it in 10 years, which is absolutely not true. Or maybe you feel like you don't have enough experience to help the people who come to you. Maybe you're afraid you'll say the wrong thing. So when I started doing these two things that I'm going to tell you about, my confidence and my results with my clients skyrocketed. Number one, find your edge. So fear is an ego response. Ego keeps us safe and warm in our comfort zones and makes sure that we never grow up. Ego is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a limiting one. If you want to gain more clients, charge more for your services, and eventually hit those coveted $10,000 months and even more, 
then you need to care that your ego is holding you back. So identifying fears is what I like to call finding your edge. Fear is what happens when we start testing the boundaries or the edges of our comfort zone. So when we start thinking about being successful and all of a sudden we're gripped with fear, that's a sign that you're testing those edges of your little bubble of your comfort zone. So finding and identifying that fear is like a roadmap to expanding our comfort zone so that things aren't so scary anymore. So the more we test, the more we poke at a specific fear, the more we stand up to it, the more we reaffirm and see actual real life results, the less that thing becomes scary. So we can literally follow the fear like a step-by-step guide to success. And that is the key to growing as a person, even as much as it is the key to growing in your business. So I owe everything to my edge. I love that guy. That guy, my edge, is my best friend. My fear is my best friend because the triggers that I feel, when I feel that, ooh, like that retraction, I'm like, okay, that's what I can work on next. This is going to be awesome. So it has taken me a while to acquire this trait, but I really love finding my edge. It's uncomfortable as all get out, but it's integral to being successful in anything. Like I said, to, to growing as a person and being successful in your business. After you identify your edge, it's important to actually follow through on the fear. Do the thing that you're afraid of. Step number two is to actually take action on the fear. So when I started taking action on the things that made me feel inadequate in my business, I was telling myself and the universe that I am worth it. I used to feel like I had no business doing finance work for spiritual entrepreneurs. Even though I had the 10 years of experience, even though I had the degree, I've been reading books and studying up and I had the knowledge. I used to feel like I had no business. Who was going to pay me? All of these limiting beliefs, all of these imposter syndrome beliefs. There were so many people who knew more, who had more experience and were probably better at it than me because I was just starting out. I was also terrified of messing up. I was terrified of saying the wrong thing or not having anything to say at all. Uh, Most of all, I was afraid of silence. What if it's awkward? What if I don't have any advice to give? What if I don't know how to explain a profit and loss statement to a client? These things that I kind of know intuitively in my own mind because I actually took the education. What if I don't know how to explain them in layman's terms to to a normal person that doesn't have the knowledge? But the more I asked questions of people that I looked up to and worked with people that I looked up to and read anything and everything I could get my hands on, the more prepared I felt. So the more I actually addressed and took action on the things that made me feel uncomfortable. So I felt like I didn't have the requirements. I didn't have the knowledge. So I got the knowledge. So I read the books. I asked the questions that I had. I seeked out advice from people who were better at things than me, that had been in the industry longer than me, and the people who were damn good at their jobs. And I've created this sort of circle of mentors that I have, and even people who don't know that they're necessarily my mentors, people who I learn from on social media. These things are taking action on the things that make me feel unprepared 
or like an imposter. So I make it my mission to fill myself with the knowledge that my clients need. If I don't have the direct life experience, I learn about someone who does. I also learn enough points of view to give my clients options. So yes, they come to me for my point of view and for my way of doing things. But I also want to make sure that I'm not pigeonholing someone into being like, this is my way. This is the only way. So I give people many options. I broaden my own horizons so that I can try different things. So those are the two steps. Find your edge, follow your fear, and test your boundaries, and then take action on them. Actually address your fears. Don't just let them sit there and be fears. Like Shia LaBeouf says, don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. (laughs) Anyway, if you find this helpful, Tell me what scares you shitless. How can you take action on it? Drop a comment below and everyone needs support. So book a clarity call with me so that I can help you identify your edge and support you while you face it head on. You've been listening to the Pleasurable Money Podcast. If you want to attract more money into your life, subscribe to Pleasurable Money wherever you listen. And if you learned something today, DM this episode to a friend. Reviews help this podcast reach the rest of the world. So if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, it could be featured in a future episode. Love you so much. Bye.